it's the Church of Spenstology podcast. Go ahead, try and defund him. He ain't got no funds. That's true. You're Spence. Hey man, the world continues to tip ever so slightly off its axis. Can't be good. I'm not even talking about the craziness of civil unrest or an incurable disease that's ravaging the planet. I'm not talking about 40 million people unemployed. I'm not talking about earthquakes or locusts or a giant asteroid the size of a city that just missed the planet by a couple of feet. I'm not even talking about Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Bucks uniform, although that is weird. Things have gotten so bad that Hayreb has left the building. Yeah, UNLV's mascot, gone. Well, the statue in honor of that mascot is gone. We will talk further about the UNLV rebels and whether the, whether they're going to be the rebels in the future. In times like these, I, I wouldn't hold your breath. And it's okay, because if they do decide to change the name, I'm right here for you, buddy. And I got a whole bunch of ideas. But before we get to that, I have to tell you the story of Heidi Harris. This came up in my timeline last night, and I haven't been able to let it go. Now, Heidi Harris works for a radio station. I am not going to say which one, because I don't want to encourage the three of you to go listen to that nonsense. She works for what's called the Right Talk for Vegas. Right is uh, all capitalized. So you get the idea of where it goes. Heidi is known as the uh, Vegas voice of reason. I used to work with Heidi back in the day. And I, I honestly thought she was a very nice woman. I got along with her famously. She's actually a pretty good singer. Back in the day, she would sing like karaoke style at, at a bar called the Barcelona. I don't know if it's still there, over on the east side. Just so you know, the Barcelona was known for having more tattoos than teeth. But was always a lovely woman. Got along with her fine. Until one day a few years ago, while on an AM talk station uh, that, that, that was under the umbrella of a company I worked for, she decided to let everybody know that gay couples should not be able to adopt. That's against almost everything I believe in. And she was soon let go. Her contract was up in a matter of a couple of weeks or something, and they just didn't re-sign her. But after the outcry from the gay community after Heidi had claimed that gay couples should not have the right to adopt, the company decided to, to, to let her part ways. Well, Heidi, now I wouldn't know this because she blocked me some time ago for pointing out her bigotry uh, and her homophobia on, on social media. But thank you to the Kip Kelly on Twitter. He's the director of entertainment and communication at the Downtown Grand, as I've learned. He grabbed some screenshots from his Twitter. I would have never seen this. And he, and he posted these four. I'm going to get to my point in a minute, I promise. In response to a Governor Sisolak tweet that read, I agree, Governor Cuomo, wear your face covering as a sign of respect. Wear it for someone you love. Heidi Harris's response was, those two clowns want respect? You know, exclamation point, exclamation point, and question marks repeatedly. Just another reason I'm not wearing one. Then she posted, 
I'm saving a lot of money by not wearing, uh, waiting in any lines to shop and not shopping where they require hashtag masks, hashtag COVID idiots. And she posted a video. It said armed residents protecting city and businesses. And she wrote, I'm moving to this town. No masks, no distancing, no looting, armed citizens everywhere protecting what is theirs. And, and another one that the Kip Kelly found. Hashtag Fauci. Fight against coronavirus isn't close to over. American people. Yeah, we say it is. You keep fighting, but leave us out. Very outspoken, Heidi Harris, about her rights being taken away and having to wear a mask. Well, a post on her Twitter. Again, I could not see it because I have been blocked. At Heidi Harris Show. By the way, you probably have not been blocked at Heidi Harris Show, posted on June 16th. This COVID-19 is no joke. (laughs) Still have chills, fever, less achy today, still coughing sometimes, no appetite, can't taste anything anyway. Who's the COVID-idiot now, Heidi Harris? Post after post, bitching about wearing a mask. And Heidi Harris, local radio COVIDiot, has got the COVID-19. Now, before you think that I'm heartless, and that I'm only saying this because I dislike her to begin with, I don't want anybody to get sick. I don't want anybody to suffer, let alone somebody to die or have to deal with long-term consequences of coronavirus. I don't want that for anybody. But I'll be. <laughs> but I would be lying if I said that we need this to happen more often to show the world that it's not that difficult and you can respect your neighbors and protect others if you just wear a mask. So, a song of the week from a couple of weeks ago. This goes out to you at Heidi Harris Show, local radio COVID idiot. It's very simple wear a mask. It's not a joke, it's not a hoax, not much to ask, please wear a mask. When you go to Costco, don't be an ass, just wear a mask. And don't wear it down around your chin, you dope. The damn thing won't work if your nose is exposed. Leave the flag, your camo swag What's with the gun? What's your problem? I'm afraid it's to compensate For cards you were dealt below your belt Shut the hell up, quit bitching about your rights You may not get sick, but your mother might More importantly, my mom might, you selfish prick It's not the worst to put others first The one you help to be yourself Play your role, cover your K-hole It's a simple task, just wear a mask Kindly stay at least six feet away from me And for the love of God, follow the arrows in the grocery It's not a joke, it's not a hoax, not much to ask For the love of God, wear a f***ing mask Just wear a mask Dedicated to Heidi Harris, our own little covid By the way, sang the entire song while wearing a mask. A public service message from 
the Church of Spenceology podcast. Hey, Reb has left the building. We'll discuss in a moment. But first, an easy joke you can pull on your husband or boyfriend whenever you're in the Starbucks line. Anything else? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'll have a pinkity drinkity for the lady. What is that? A uh, pinkity drinkity? The, the pink drink? If that's what it's, yeah. Josh. <laughs> She set me up. Okay. The, the pink one. That is the best. Like that okay. <laughs> Dang it. I guess there's a whole bunch of TikTok videos of women doing this and having their, you know, boyfriends or whatever order the pinkity drinkity. And it's not. It's the it's the pink drink. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's actually very nice. We had a prank we pulled in high school. Me and my buddy Mark Davis. Craig Danby was a big dude. He was a lineman. He's a couple years ahead of us. And the plan was, Mark, this is totally cruel and unacceptable, but it was way back when, and that's what we did. Mark went up to Craig, the lineman, and said, hey, Craig, ask Spence how far his dad can kick a football. Sounds harmless enough. So Craig lumbers over. We were in the football stadium for whatever reason. He comes on over, and he's like, uh, hey, Spence. Well, how far can your dad kick a football? And I pulled off an Oscar-worthy performance. I looked down. I looked over to the left, up to the sky. I put my head down. I looked up at Craig and I said, Why would you ask me that? I just I shook my head. I paused again like a good thespian would. Why would you, why would you ask me that? My, my dad lost his legs in Vietnam. He can't kick a football. And Craig's response wasn't an apology. He took his hands, he punched one of them. I'm gonna kill Mark! <laughs> and then ran off. I, I've, I, I haven't seen Mark to this day. I'll be perfectly honest. <laughs> hey Reb has left the building. We'll discuss next. The Church of Spenceology podcast is brought to you by AARP's Antifa Provocateur Training. At AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons, we're mad as heck, and we're not going to take it anymore. Over the years, you've known us for looking after Mima and Papa with discounted supplemental health insurance plans and discounts at your local buffets. But now, AARP is woke and offering Antifa Provocateur Training. You'll learn how to provoke police into thumping an old-timer, how to fake a fall and create a movie-quality head injury. Advanced courses will teach you in three easy steps how to disable an occupying force using only your cane, and how to create Molotov cocktails out of colostomy bags. Become a member now, and we'll send you a complimentary hard candy to put in your pocket. Antifa Provocateur Training, only from AARP, because nobody's going to suspect the old dude. Spence, repeatedly testing positive. For whiskey, it's the Church of Spenceology podcast. Hey, Reb has left the building. The statue in honor of UNLV's mascot that has sat in front of the Richard Tam Alumni Center since 2007, he's gone, has been removed. The story I have is that uh, UNLV President Marta Mina, in, in talks with either the person that sculpted it or the person that donated it, agreed that maybe it was time for Hey Reb to, to move to a retirement community. And I guess there's a change.org petition for a new UNLV mascot that's over 4,000, at least last time 
I checked it. And, you know, we're seeing this across the country. Any iconography related to the Confederacy uh, is being removed or damaged. Confederate flags with NASCAR now. No events, no races. Uh, you're not going to see the Confederate flag. It's not allowed. And, and, you know, many people have been pointing this out. The Confederacy lasted five years. I have underwear that are older than that. But I'm not taking my Fruit of the Looms and running them up a flagpole, am I? So I can see with recent events throughout our nation, as the UNLV president said, that, that this was going to happen. By the way, if you've lived in Vegas for any length of time, this comes up every few years where maybe the moniker Rebels and Hey Reb should, should go away. And a lot of people will say it's not, he's not a Confederate soldier. And, and there, there's an argument there, because the guy who designed it, I guess his name was um, Mike Miller, he said it was a design to honor the trailblazers. The guy passed away seven years ago, six years ago. So he's not here to you know, defend himself in person. But um, from UNLV's website, uh, it was to honor those trailblazers of the 1800s who ventured into uncharted Nevada to discover resources and build communities. Pathfinders were, were severely... Independent people who went all around the West looking for new trails, agriculture, gold mining, and everything, he said in an interview, I guess, in 2011. Okay, it's hard to argue with a guy who designed it. I want to get back to the design, though, and why that's fine, but I think it's bullshit. The history, though, of the Rebels, and many of you know this already, before UNLV was UNLV, it was Nevada Southern. The football team had a Confederate flag on its helmet. When I first moved here years ago, they even still referred to, to Vegas or Southern Nevada or the region as the Mississippi of the Southwest. Okay. And the idea was that UNR was up North, you know, Reno community college, and we were down here and they went with the theme, you know, UNRs in blue, we're in scarlet and gray. It's a, it's like a play on the Confederacy. We're the South. They're the North. And it was back in the day where it seemingly wasn't as frowned upon. But you can't get away from the fact that UNLV Rebels is rooted in Confederate iconography. So, I mean, even to the point, again, off UNLV's website, the student government was Confederated Students of Nevada Southern. They had campus traditions like the Confederate Coalition. Hell, the paper until a few years ago was called the Rebel Yell. So it's all tied into the Confederacy. So I, I understand why people go, oh, it shouldn't be the rebels. And I have some other names coming up in a second. The, the thing that bothers me, because you had the wolf pack up in UNR, and, and, and they decided to go with a wolf theme as well here. The mascot was a wolf with a, he's winking, hey. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're racist, but we're not going to tell you. And he's in a gray Confederate uniform. And they named him Beauregard. Okay, Beauregard was a general in the Confederate Army. Didn't he like, um, he, he was proud to say he fired the first shots of the Civil War. Okay, so that's, that's Confederate. Now, in the 70s, I guess, I heard, the story I heard was Coach Tarkanian was like, look, you're trying to get high-level recruits to this university. I can't have this racist shit here if you want players. And then I've also read that, that some uh, African-American athletes in the 70s said, lose the Confederate wolf named Beauregard for the love of God. 
and they went to this they changed things you know you've seen the the patriot logo where he looks like he's a minuteman from the revolutionary war and then of course we've got hey reb who's been around since what 1983 and he's changed a little bit over the years, but he's always had the big sweeping hat and the feather and the, and the big giant mustache. And as I pointed out moments ago, it's supposed to be a trailblazer. Here's the bullshit on that, because I, I did some research. Now, the, the most likely and easiest comparison is Ole Miss. The uh, University of Ole Miss in Mississippi has been the Rebels from far before 1957 and the creation of, of UNLV. They used to have Colonel Reb was their mascot. And Colonel Reb looks like, it looks like Hey Reb, if Hey Reb was going to get cleaned up to go have uh, a nice dinner at Marche Bacchus. Is that how you say that? You know what I mean? He looks like a gentleman version of Hey Reb. He's got the mustache, but he's got, uh, he's a little thinner. He's a little better dressed, but that's what he looks like. Now, Ole Miss got rid of Colonel Reb in like 2003, and they went without a mascot. They kept Rebels, but they got rid of the mascot. This is 2003, by the way. So this is 17 years ago, Ole Miss realized, well, maybe we don't have a guy who looks like he owns a plantation as a mascot, especially when our university has a number of African Americans attending, a great number, and all of that. And why, by the way, if you were African-American, would you go to a college and play, play sports under that moniker? Why would you do it? And they always try to say, oh, it's the rebel spirit. No, it's not. It's based in the Confederacy, which lasted, what, five years. They were traitors. They, they wanted their own country so they could have slaves. That's what they wanted. They lost. So, you know, there's been talk of how can we can we lose hey reb and by the way i want to make this clear i don't get offended by anything i just don't now i can have empathy for those that might be offended and understand their plight and i may agree with them but as far as hey reb and the rebels at unlv it's not up to me i've said this about i've said this about confederate statues in, in other parts of the country I don't like them. I don't know why we have statues up saluting traitors and losers, by the way. They lost. But I don't live in Richmond, Virginia or Jonesboro, Arkansas, you know, or, or Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's not, my, it's not my decision. Those individual municipalities and the people that live there, let them decide if they want that to represent their community. Have them vote. If they want it removed, or the people they've elected want it removed, then have it removed. It's that simple. So when it comes to rebels or hey, Reb, it's not up to me. It's up to the students. If the students don't want it, overwhelmingly, by a majority, don't want that anymore, they're the ones paying the tuition, they're the ones that experience it, then get rid of it. And you being upset, oh, I'm never going to go to a basketball game again, they change... Okay, we all make choices. If that's yours, then, then don't go to the game. But back to this trailblazer mountain man thing. I did some research. We're not the only ones going through this. 
The only major college program with Rebels is Ole Miss. They've addressed this. By the way, their their mascot now, it was the Rebel Bear for a while. Then they changed it, and it's it's a it's a land shark. Tommy the Land Shark? I think that's what it is. Which, by the way, it's not a bad idea. You know, we know the history of UNLV and, and Jerry Tarkani and the shark. It's not a bad idea, man. A bunch of high schools, though, across the country are still rebels. And a lot of them still have mascots that are Confederate rebel-inspired. So I looked up a couple. Um, Gladbrook, Rhinebeck High in Iowa. It's a dude with a giant mustache. Okay? Pineville High School. It's a rebel general. It looks like a lot like the... Um, the old Miss Colonel Reb I talked about. They're in Alexandria, Virginia. Howell High School in New Jersey. Uh, it, their mascot looks just like Hey Reb. And then Douglas, Douglas Freeman in Richmond, Virginia. They're, they're all debating it. I've posted this on my social media. Four different high school rebel mascots. They're not trailblazers, okay? They're, it's iconog iconography from the Confederacy. They're rebel soldiers. They're fighting to defend slavery. All of them. And hey, Reb, bullshit is a mountain man. He looks just like every one of those rebel mascots from across the country. The same wide sweeping hat, the feather, the big mustache. All of them are the same. I put it on my Twitter, Spenceology, and on my Instagram, Spenceology. You can see these mascots from from high schools where they go by the rebels and it looks just like hey reb so when it comes to that and this mountain man garbage he looks like a confederate soldier hey reb is no different than the mascot at howell high school in new jersey it's an ode to the confederacy and because of that maybe it's time for it to go. The question has been asked, can you get rid of Hey Reb and keep the name Rebels? Ole Miss has done it, as I mentioned just a few minutes ago. And the idea, although they've already got it, damn it, would be to have a shark. I know, I know, there's nothing we hate more than sharks. I get it. But the history of UNLV from back uh, in, in the late 1800s when we won the national championship is is Tark the shark so that would make sense and Adam Hill on 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 Twitter pointed out it should be the sharks just maybe keep rebels but have a mascot that's a shark they brought it back years ago and he was running on the basketball court so maybe that's it so I I came up with a few different names no they're not serious I don't know what to call it. if you have to get rid of rebels I don't think you do I think you can keep rebels and just give it kind of a weird non sequitur uh, of a mascot if you've got to have a mascot. Hmm? And I don't know who the natural enemy of a wolf is. I guess it's a bear. Uh, I've lived here a long time. I've never seen a bear. A lot of coyotes, but I think CSN are the coyotes. And by the way, coyotes lame. Let's be honest. It'll be coyotes. So some, some suggestions that I saw on, on social media that I kind of like. Kevin Fiddler... This, this is funny. Kevin Fiddler, I don't know who he is, but he wrote, Knights were responsible for the genocide that took place in the Crusades. His argument is, if you're going to change rebels, then, then, well, how about golden knights? Knights were treacherous. This is the argument of how crazy it goes, you know? 
And and by the way, this is always my thing. Faith Lutheran High School, uh, which is over on Wallapai in Charleston, um, in Vegas, they they're the Crusaders, which never never met, made any sense to me. Okay, first of all, the Crusades were an awful thing. These 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 Catholic warriors went around killing Muslims. They just you know it was just awful. But my, that's not my problem with Faith Lutheran being the Crusaders. My problem is it's a Lutheran-based school. And Lutherans had nothing to do with the Crusades. Those were Catholics. They were Latin church people, you know? So Because the Crusades were like from 1095 to 1492 or something. And Martin Luther, who founded Lutheranism, uh, was born in 1483. So he was nine years old at the end of the Crusades. Hello, Faith Lutheran. You've got not, the Lutherans had nothing to do with the Crusades. Why are you calling them the Crusaders? That's dumb. That's stupid. And it's a bad thing. They murdered people. But I digress. Uh, Kevin then went on to recommend calling, taking away the rebel name and calling them the Vegas Golden Murder Hornets, which <laughs> I got I to gotta be honest. That's pretty solid, right? Now, the natural trend since we now have an AHL team in Henderson, uh, we have the Golden Knights uh, in the NHL and the Silver Knights in Henderson that, that we would just go UNLV Bronze Knights, Copper Knights, <laughs> Scarlet Knights. Somebody has that already, though, don't they? Rutgers? So, you, so we go any version of Knights. My, my friend Robert Berkey and I have always believed that they should be called the Suge Knights. And that, Suge, there it is! We discovered it! UNLV Suge Knights. He went to UNLV. Oh, boy. I love when you're doing a podcast and magic happens. Suge Knights, write that down. Okay, so some other, other you know, ideas. Uh, my buddy, Buddy, that's his name, he recommended the Flamingos. Why not? Go with a different color scheme altogether. Uh, <laughs> also recommended the Burros. I like the Burros. In um, what was the movie Dodgeball? The, the the high school they were the donkeys. I think that's absolutely hilarious. But but you know they're native to the area. The Burros, the uh, UNLV Burros, they're stubborn, right? They won't give in. You go to the desert tortoises. What's the, what's the name of the guy? Uh, Moha- <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. UNLV Mojave Maxes. That is awesome. So, uh, so I like sharks. If you're going to go with the mascot, if you're going to lose the rebels, now these are the ones that I that I came up with. The angry Karens. Okay, the angry Karens. You can imagine what's on the side of the helmet. I know this is not going to work out. Not because uh, you know midlife crisis white women with bad hairdos are going to get upset. It's because there's going to be a play called. Uh, 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 you know, at the at the stadium, and the receiver's going to get up and argue with the ref. Hey, that was a bad call, and then demand to speak to the ref's manager. See, that's not going to work, man. That's not going to do it. I like. Uh, I took an informal poll last night on Twitter, and I listed these three names. Um, so, in third place, the Megabucks. Now, think if if you're a, if you're a graphic designer. All you could do with the megabucks. Now you could have a Karen-looking woman sitting at the machine as your as your you know as your logo, but you could play on the word bucks and mega. 
<laughs> it's Vegas. It's happening. It's what it is. The water smarts, because we live in a desert. We all know, be water smart. It's a desert out there. Ryan Reeves doing the commercial has brought it back to mind. We all know about this, replacing your, your grass and stuff with, with desert landscaping. It saves water. We need the water. The water smarts. That's another option. <laughs> and the one that I, I got it from somebody. Somebody said Guy Fieri. But oh my God, the UNLV Guy Fieri's, he also went to UNLV. He's got the, the frosted tips and the hair and the sunglasses on the back of his neck on the side of a helmet. Are you kidding me? And how much better would the food be at the stadium if Guy Fieri was the mascot for UNLV? Maybe you change him. Maybe one week it's Wayne Newton. Maybe the next week it's Donnie and or Marie. Maybe then it's Guy Fieri. Agassiz's not doing anything. The Agassiz might not be a bad idea. And I'm saying all this jokingly. I've been here a long time. I, I, I can say that I, I have no problem with the term rebels. And at the same time, appreciate where it comes from. Again, UNLV's website has the entire history of, of the name. And you can't help but understand that it does come from the Confederacy. And to be snarky, maybe UNLV's football team should continue to be called the Rebels. I mean, <laughs> the Confederacy didn't win either. Ha <laughs> ha! Thank you! It's the Church of Spence podcast, episode 135, a song of the week to tell you exactly what I think of 2020. COVID's been hell, but a second wave awaits. FU 2020, I'm done. Last month I spent a grand just on Postmates. FU 2020, I'm done. No football, no baseball, no NBA. FU 2020, I'm done. 7-Eleven canceled its free Slurpee day. FU 2020, I'm done. No nightclubs, no brew pubs, and celebrities won't shut the hell up. My stepdad keeps posting political rants. FU 2020, I'm done. Oh my god, if I have to see one more TikTok dance. FU 2020, I'm done. And Tom Brady plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks. FU 2020, I'm done. I said Tom Brady plays for Tampa Bay. What the? FU 2020, I'm done. F you 2020, I'm done. F you 2020, 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 I'm done. Spence, just like Tom Brady. If Tom Brady was short, bald, couldn't throw a football, and was unemployed, it's the Church of Spence-tology podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Kindly subscribe. If you haven't figured it out, we're uh, also available up on Apple Podcasts and Google as well. Thank you to Professor Blue and Castor Troy for the beats. Uh, if you want to know more about me, Alexa, follow Spence on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Spence-tology at S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y. And check out Spencetology.com. Yeah, do that because everything is there. Not only this podcast, but songs of the week, videos, bits, everything. Hey, have a wonderful day. Stay safe, happy, and healthy. Appreciate you listening. Just wear a mask.